We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. Studios of WFN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Monday, the seventh day of October. Obviously, uh, the Yankees will be a topic, but again, things are just like you hoped they would be, as they usually are against Minnesota. Uh, they will play game three to this evening. Minnesota's trying to save face, if nothing else. Tampa's doing that right now, but they're doing it behind Morton. That gives them a heck of a chance. The guy's one of the best pitchers uh, in the postseason. Uh, shows it every time he gets there. Uh, Rays lead 8-1, so they're going to push the Astros to another game, which is good for the Yankees. You hope they push them to a fifth game, and the Yankees can uh, wrap it up and then sit and wait and you know wait for Saturday to come. And this thought of the ALCS, I mean, we'll all be shocked if the Yankees and Astros aren't playing on Saturday. We all expect them to. We'll get to the baseball later. We'll open with the football. First, just say thank God we have the Yankees because the way the football season uh, is, we don't have one. So uh, it just goes from bad to worse on a weekly basis. But we'll get back to the Yankees later on. uh, And let's start with some football. All I will say about the Jets is this. I refuse to talk about them until they re-enter the NFL. What they are providing right now as a product is not even NFL-worthy. If I were the owner, heads would roll. That's all I will say. If you cannot put a quarterback out there, and I don't care what his name is, and I don't care how little ability he has, but he has a right to be protected. And if you cannot put a quarterback out there who can not expect to at least play, then what are you doing? If I, if I were a member of that coaching staff, if I were the head coach, I'd be embarrassed to show my face with the product they are putting on it. That's how bad the product they are putting on the field is. I understand they have injuries. I understand they don't have Sam. I understand they don't have Mosley. I understand they have issues. But you know what? They knew they had a bad offensive line coming into the season. They knew they had a problem in the corner. They knew they had a problem in the kicker, and they let all three of those things fester in the season. But when you put a non non-competitive product on the field where your quarterback gets hit 15 times, where he gets sacked eight times by four-man rushes. When you're max protecting, I mean, you aren't even complete. You aren't even protective. And I understand, oh, I can't get the receiver open. So it's a lot of these are coverage sacks. No, they're not all coverage sacks. These guys getting killed. He got hit 15 times, 10 sacks in an NFL game. It's mortifying. If I was Adam Gaze, I'd be afraid to show my face. I'd be mortified. I wouldn't take a paycheck. That's all I'm going to say about the Jets until they re-enter the NFL. Here's what I said after the game yesterday. The Eagles re-enter NFL action this week. That was not an NFL game. 
They have not played an NFL game now in three games. They have not had a drive. Yeah, they've scored points off muffs or defensive touchdowns. They have not had a drive since the first half of the Bills game. Not a drive. I mean, it is just embarrassing. It really is. And, and it's past embarrassing. It's not worth anybody's breath. So we're done with the Jets. I, I, I refuse. I don't know if Sam's going to play this week. I don't know what's going on with him. First thing the Jets have to do, number one, you need to hear, not just from the gays, you need to hear from the general manager. Is he here or is he not here? I understand he's washing his hands of this whole team, but, you know, the bottom line is he's got to show up and, and show some leadership. Number two, they have to show their fan base. They have a, at least have your fan base have a clue what, the, what you're doing with your second-year quarterback. What is the prognosis? What is the plan? When can he play? Give somebody an idea. Not have gays telling people, oh, he's going to play this week, and we all knew he wasn't going to play. They have, they've gone now to the level of non-competitive now they're going to start trading players off? You just brought veteran players in here, and now you're going to start trading players off? Hey, if you're an owner and you let this happen to you, shame on you. Now to the Giants. Listen, the Giants were 2-2 two and two in record only. They had not played well enough to be 2-2, two and two, but they were 2-2. Two and two. So that's the bottom line. That was the record. But you were going to learn what they were yesterday. They went up against a good but troubled team. Not a great team. Not a great team away from home, a team that never beats good winning teams, a team that never beats good teams away from home, and a team that really has a quarterback that nobody there believes in, despite how much money they paid him. A quarterback who gets paid $90 million to run uh, basically half rolls, waggles, and boots. I mean, it really is a joke. And he's got a world of talent, including the best back in the league. You know I've loved the kid since he was in Florida State. The kid, Dalvin Cook, is a great back. Not a good back, a great back. Fumbled once yesterday. He's got a hole under the ball. But he is a great back, and he dominated the game yesterday. And they have really good wide receivers. And they have some wonderful players on defense. They're a good defense. You know, listen, Daniel Jones went up against a legitimate defense yesterday, a good defense. That's, a, that's the first really legitimate defense he's seen. And that's one of the better defenses in the league. I'd be the first to admit that. But they usually don't play to their toughness away from home. They're a Jekyll and Hyde group. And yesterday, the Giants could show us whether they had actually made improvements, whether they had actually taken strides. And I understand Barkley's not there, which you have to consider. But they, yesterday, were non-competitive. That game was only competitive in that the score was a mirage. Instead of it being 18-7, it really felt like 35-7 in the first half. That's how much Minnesota went up and down the field. It was only a couple of fluky plays that kept them even remotely close. They were never in that game, let's be honest. You never felt for one second watching that game that you thought the Giants had any chance to ever win that game. You knew Minnesota could do whatever they wanted whenever they wanted with their offense. And tell me this, how can you know an offense, which Sherma had to know it, he understands that he was there, if you know the offense, how does it come in and get 500 yards against you when it is a troubled offense? I mean, they embarrassed the Giants yesterday. 
The Giants gave up 351 yards in the first half. The only team in the league that had allowed that number in the first half this year was the Dolphins in the opening week against Baltimore, and they're trying to lose. 350. This is not Nebraska against Kansas. This is the NFL. 351 yards in the first half? It was a miracle it was 18-7. They come right out, open it up, go right down the field again. And then, you know, it sounded like the Giants were kind of content with their performance. Well, you know, we did some things. We did, you know, we got to do this better. We got to do this a little better. We got What? You got destroyed at home. You lost by 18 points, gave 500 yards offense. You can't get beat any worse at home. That's a terrible beating. You give up 500 yards in your building? Where's the defense? How many missed tackles did the Giants have yesterday? I understand they're a better team, but what you're telling me is they had been beaten twice this year, the Vikings. They have not been a good team away from home. And you get beat by 18 points in a game that really isn't even that close. Give up 500 yards. And what, we're supposed to think that they've made strides? Because Tampa missed the field goal? See, what made them look a lot better was it was 2-2 two and two instead of 1-3. and three. And that made them puff out their chest a little bit and say, hey, we're making strides here. The young quarterback who played very well against Tampa. And he's played like a young quarterback since then. Let's be honest. Didn't do much against Washington. Not a lot of downfield throws. They got a lead. They went to the cocoon. They won the game. They knew Washington couldn't score against them. Washington had a mess going. He didn't want to play that quarterback. He put him in just to basically embarrass the owner and say, here, this is the kid you want in. Look, here. So he got himself fired. That's what he did. He put the kid in. He didn't prepare the kid. He put the kid in. The kid played terribly against the Giants, and then he told everybody he didn't want the kid. And you know what happened? He got fired. And the Giants were the ones who took advantage of that. And then yesterday they play a Minnesota team that is so down on their quarterback, the wide receivers were destroying him publicly. And he goes out there and completes basically 22 of his first 23 passes and has open receivers everywhere you look. Their receivers schooled the Giants yesterday. And the Giants missed so many tackles on Cook, it was, it was almost it was embarrassing. And here come the Pats. Now, the only thing you can say about the Giants that's positive to me is they have the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Jets, and again, the Redskins on the schedule. That's it. That's the positive thing you can take out of this. And the fact that hopefully this young quarterback who has shown, who had a superb first game, no one could take anything away from him. Since then, he's looked you know, like you would expect a young quarterback to look. He didn't do a lot in the Washington game. They scored 17 offensive points. They called the dogs off. He didn't have Barkley, which you have to take into account. But yesterday, he made one great touchdown throw, perfect pass. He missed Shepard for a touchdown. He missed him in the end zone for a touchdown. He had some plays that 
could have been picked. He had a play that was picked. I mean, that's the stuff you got to expect. He had a couple of good plays with his mobility, and his mobility is a very big positive for him. He's, got, he's more mobile than I think any of us thought he would be. And he's shown poise, and he's taken some hits, and he took some hits yesterday. And he's going to take some more, especially the way the left tackle's playing. He's going to take some hits. And the left tackle, just let's be honest, he hasn't done the job since he got here. He's getting a lot of money and hasn't done the job. Really hasn't done the job. But the Giants, to me, look like a bad team that is now trying to develop a quarterback. That's what it is. Now they'll go up to Foxborough, where Belichick will say wonderful things about Barkley and wonderful things about Daniel Jones, then go out there and, you know, shut him out. You know, we'll give up a touchdown. Hey, they had 17 points to giant offense against the Redskins. They had 10 yesterday. How many are they going to get on a Thursday night in Foxborough? Against a team that has given up, I think, two offensive touchdowns this year. And yesterday gave up one on a fluky 65-yard run. It was the only touchdown they gave up in the game. I think that was the only touchdown they may have given up this year on offense. I'm pretty sure it is the only one. I think the other points were either on defense or special teams uh, or set up by defense. I think that was the only touchdown they've given up this year on offense uh, from their defensive standpoint against the offense. It was the one they gave up yesterday, the 65-yard run that the Redskins had in a 33-7 loss. So to me, I didn't feel like there were a lot of strides made yesterday. Now this year, can quickly go back to what it was supposed to be about, which is developing the quarterback. And from that standpoint, again, this is, there's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be hopefully a couple of wins along the way. And he can start to grow into the job. And that's where you are right now. The defense is bad. There's no other word for it, folks. It's bad. It's a bad defense. You gave 500 yards to a team that had not come up, had that kind of performance against anybody this year. A team that was killing its quarterback coming into the week. Now, they do have a great back in Cook, who I think has been the best back in the league this year. And if he's healthy, I think he's as good as any back in the league. Runs very hard. Very elusive, catches it well. I mean, does everything. He really, I've always loved him as a back. He's a wonderful back. So the football season, as we hit early October, is not good. The Giants are two and three, but they're not even as good as their record, and they're headed for ten, two and four. And we know, listen, if they get to six, and the quarterback, hopefully, is a guy that they can build around, they'll consider that a success, and they'll. Take another swing at it. That's basically what you're saying. I mean, and Golden Tate. I liked Golden Tate when he first came here and what he said. He said all the right things. Then he went out and got himself suspended. And then yesterday he comes back and he's whining. You can't come back after you get yourself suspended and whine, okay? You got to quietly let yourself be worked back into the rotation. Come on now. You know better than that. I hope you know better than that. And I think a couple of the giant wide receivers have looked okay. I, I, listen, I think Shepard has played really well. 
and hard and tough. He's a good player, underrated player. And they got a kid who can get the ball deep, as he did yesterday. And Jones hit him right on the button for the touchdown. That, was, that, that pass is a reason that, you know, Jones is showing you a couple plays each game where you say, hey, I can build on that. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to take those plays. He hasn't had a lot of impressive downfield throws the last two weeks. I'd say his downfield throws have been spotty at best. But he's, he's got some mobility. He's got some poise. And he can throw the ball. So there's something to build on there. I don't think you want to go crazy yet. I hate the nickname. I hate it. And we're a long way from deciding whether he's the guy or not. But there's some promise. I just think... People have to keep it under control, which they did in the first week. But that's what happens in this town, especially in this town. And really everywhere in sports now, but especially in this town. But it is a, another sad football season. But luckily the Yankees, or hopefully the Yankees, can rescue everybody through this series and then into what's going to be a classic, let's be honest. I understand they're losing today. None of us expect Tampa to beat them because they're going to have to beat the big guys to get through to win the series. But at least Tampa safe face today, as they usually do. And Morton continues doing what he does. Let's see if Minnesota, Minnesota really needs to save face, because I'll get to those two games. I was there Friday night. The crowd was good, but, you know, it was such a long game. Here's the bottom line. Let's be honest. If you're going to bring pitches in here, and that's the difference in this series for anybody who liked the Twins, the difference is the pitching. If you're going to come in and you're going to nibble and you're going to walk the ballpark against the Yankees, you have no chance. If you're going to walk the Yankees eight times a night, you cannot beat them. It is impossible because somebody's going to get you. I mean, eight walks each night. Uh, Come on. The Friday night game was forever, and it was cold. But, hey, listen, that's the way it was. It was, it was an, the crowd came with a lot of energy, but the game was just a really sluggish, ugly baseball game. You're happy because the Yanks won. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, that's the idea. But it was a sluggish, ugly baseball game. It really was. And Saturday was over early. I was very happy to see Didi, who looked. Listen, I pushed for Didi to be left alone. I told you Didi would hit in the postseason. And then on Friday night, I said, boy, man, I hope I'm not going to have to eat my words because Friday night he looked awful, absolutely awful. He got beat on every pitch. He couldn't even get the bat around. He, oh, he looked, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being horrific, he was about a .5. I was like, oh, man, he looked dreadful. And that's why that granny was a big one. I mean, that was, uh, he needed that in the worst way because he did not look good swinging about on Friday night. He looked really bad. So that was a good one to see him do what he does in the postseason, which is rise to the occasion. And then Tanaka, I don't understand the debate about Tanaka. I really don't get it. What you saw Tanaka do is what he always does in the postseason. He pitches great. And he had a... You know, a rocking chair game. He could have gone longer in the game for sure. He didn't have to. It was a rocking chair game. And now the Twins will try to save a little face this evening. If you're the Yankees, just get it over with as fast as you can. Why fool around? Because you know what? Nobody wants to play a deciding game. I understand the Twins. And, and listen, 
I know people saying now, you know, two days ago I heard how good the Twins were, and now I hear how they win 101 games. Well, they won 101 games because they can overpower every bad team with an amazing lineup, which they have. But they're not good catching the ball, and, de- and their pitching is not that good. And let's be honest, they don't have Pineda. And Oda Rizzi they haven't thrown yet because he was hurting. So the bottom line is, and he's more of a fly ball guy, but you know, they pitched a kid that they took a shot on. Hey, took a shot. Not that they were any, any other pitchers were going to do the job either. They don't have the pitch in the Yankees. Have. They're built to beat a lot of teams. They're just not beat the, built to beat the Yankees or the Astros. And we'll find out if anybody's built to beat the Astros, the Yankees are going to have their work cut out for them the way uh, Verlander and Cole are pitching. Granke today gave up a bunch of homers, but that doesn't mean he won't throw a big one the next time out. So Houston's going to have to play a fourth game. We'll see if the Yankees do later this evening. Uh, Yankee pregame, 8 o'clock. We'll do our regular show tomorrow, tomorrow, a little later. Uh, and again, game five, if necessary, and I don't believe there will be necessary, would be Thursday night at Yankee Stadium. Uh, the series against the Astros would begin Saturday and Sunday in Houston, and then it would be at Yankee Stadium Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. I think one of those games might be a 5.30 a start or 5.07 start, one of them. Or it might be flexed based on whether the other series is still on. So that would be where we are right now. First things first, tonight, Severino, Odorizzi, as the uh, Twins try to save face, and let's be honest, they have really stunk it up in the postseason. And we know stinking it up here. I mean, we're living through some ugly football. At least Minnesota came in and saved face as a city yesterday, turning back the Giants in easy fashion. I mean, that game was, if that's 28-10, I mean, the Giants got outgained 490-something to 200. That was as one-sided a 28-10 game as I've ever seen. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 